Hello, I'm Neil Moody, editorial hairstylist, YouTuber, Instagrammer, Facebooker, interviewer, etc. And welcome to the second series of my In Bed with Neil Moody podcast. If you enjoy listening to this episode, remember to subscribe to the series to be notified when new episodes are available. In series one, I interviewed friends and work colleagues from the fashion and beauty industry. But in series two, I'm expanding outside of my industry a little more and I'm subtitling this series, Turning a Corner. While some of my guests are still people in my industry, there will be others featured who I've met through my more recent conversations about mental health. Everybody I'm interviewing this time around either chose, were encouraged or forced to turn a different corner in their lives. My guest today is the wonderful and warm Catherine Danzi. Entrepreneur Catherine trained in beauty back in 1973. So with over 40 years of experience, she's channeled all of her expansive knowledge into her multi-award winning company, Rejuvenated UK. They were the first company to come up with the idea of a potent collagen drink for general health and well-being. In this interview, she tells me about her childhood, her training, how Rejuvenated started and where they're going next plus how her wealth of knowledge helped her figure out what our bodies need internally in terms of ingredients. She also discusses all the ingredients in rejuvenated products, explaining why we need them. I also somehow got around to discussing my momentary singing career with her. So let's go and meet Catherine. Hello Catherine, how are you? Well, it's really lovely to see you, Neil. Hello. Thrilled to see you this morning. Beautiful sunny day in London. I know. Thank you for coming to London, by the way, to come and do this with me. Oh, it's wonderful. Been yeah. looking forward to it. I know. Well, we've been trying to get this to happen for a while, haven't we? And we have. Hasn't um, Just our dates haven't gelled very well. So we've finally done it. And it's so just great to catch up and have a chat. I know. It's lovely to see you. So, Catherine, I'm going to take you right back to when you were a child. A long time ago. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you were born in Sheffield. Yes. Which is still where you live now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wanted to quickly give a synopsis for everybody that's listening of your background, where you've come from, etc., etc. So tell us, what was it like growing up in Sheffield back then? Oh, crikey, back then I had very working class upbringing, but my family were all entrepreneurs. My father was an entrepreneur, and I suppose that's why we all have that same mindset. Mm. And he was a builder, worked really hard to establish his company, and we used to go away. In days when people didn't, so much, it's mainstream, obviously, now, isn't it? But we've been going away off to Jersey, off to uh, Spain and places like that, Italy, at a time that most people were not travelling abroad. So we had a, a fantastic upbringing. But, well, a lot of my childhood, I wasn't particularly academic, a lot of my childhood was spent swimming. We used to swim competitively, so I was always into sport. When it came to... Interestingly, I was listening uh, to one of your podcasts, Mm. what would be, and your teacher said you shouldn't be a journalist. Yes. Yeah? Mm. Well, it's interesting because my birthday is at the end of August, so I was always sort of lagging behind in the year. And the teacher said to my mother, don't let us sit for the 11 plus, because in my day it was the 11 plus to go on to grammar school. uh, Because if she passes, she'll really struggle. But... I did sit the 11 plus and to shock everybody, I actually passed. <laughs> so, Love proving but, them wrong, don't you? <laughs> certainly do. But it's, I'm not academic and with everything I've done, I've had to, it's obviously nowadays they put you, they give you a profile. I've, I've either be uh, dyslexic or something. I'm not dyslexic because I can spell, mm. but I do find it very hard to learn things. So I have to really work all the studying that I've done through my life. I've had to really work harder. So when it came to, really, I wanted to be a GP. Right. My parents were, oh, no, you won't be able to do that. Mm. I think it could have been quite good, actually. Probably. So, uh, because I, I'm just fascinated by science and how the body works. Mm. And so I finished off. I did what they wanted me to do. And I went to secretarial college, studied to be a secretary. But I was always fascinated by beauty. Mm. I love beauty. But that wasn't a proper job in those days. Was no. it? Did so, you used to wear makeup back then? Oh, do you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. From from being about twelve or thirteen, right? Which I don't know nowadays. Girls do it as well, don't they? But I don't. I loved it. All my uh, mother's friends used to give me the spare makeup and things. Mm. I used to play around and practice with it. 
And I finished up saving up to go to beauty therapy college. And there was one locally, but I had to come to London. Because oh, really? if I was doing it seriously, mm. I had to be in London. What made you think it's got to be London? Did you do research yourself or were you just, you, it was just an instinct? I'm very much in those days. I mean, it's still, London is still the centre of the hub of the beauty fashion industry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's very much more uh, diverse now, more spread out, but it was still the hub. And to me, it was just so important to be in London. And I went to a private college on Wells Street, just off Oxford Street, did an intense course for the year, thinking that I, I would be staying in London afterwards mm. and I would have a career in London. Was that the Dubarry College? Yes, that's yeah. right. We were just, Catherine and I were just saying earlier, there's not very much online about <laughs> Catherine and her life. So I've had to dig really deep to do some research. But many times I'm quite happy I found something. <laughs> <laughs> quite correct. I thought I'd be coming back to London. And the end of term coincided with my birthday in August. Went back home and we live on the edge of the moors. And as we drove up, it was a really warm summer's day. My mother picked me up from the train station. It was a really warm summer's day. And I could smell the heather on the moors. Mm. And it's so random because I've never smelt it since. Mm. It was just so overwhelming. It just so full of love mm. at home. I thought, oh, why did I go away? And I'm getting quite emotional. <laughs> <laughs> why did I ever go away? Yeah. So I just said to my mother that weekend, I want to come home. Mm. Not realising then what mums are like. She comes, right, come on, let's go and get your stuff. We came straight down to London, packed my stuff up and back up home. Oh, it was a done deal. You were like, yeah. yeah. Having children now, I fully get it. Yeah. Absolutely get it. So, yeah, so I finished up back in Sheffield. opened my own little beauty clinic. In fact, no, first of all, I went mobile. Mm. I went mobile on the road and then I opened up my own little beauty clinic. So just working away, doing treatments, it's absolutely useless at nails. <laughs> Shocking at nails. Don't worry, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> I would not get a job as a manicurist. <laughs> and I love, you know, you see the styles that they do now, particularly the girls that do the catwalk shows. Oh yeah, all the nail the art and shows. Yeah. They're just incredible, aren't they? Yeah. They really are. So that was not my forte. So when you were at the Dubarry, what what did you actually learn there? What was the course that you did? Yeah, it was all aspects of beauty, but mm. in a time when beauty was very different, it was like cold cream facials, mm. massages, those sort of things, tinting eyelashes, shaping eyelashes. But then again, the you know massages, the actual course that somebody does to train to do massage. It's like a, almost like a degree in biology. Yeah. You know, you have to know every muscle, every bone, how mm. everything interacts. So there is a lot of depth of knowledge. And I literally, as I said, because I have problems with learning, I literally spent the whole time, just while I was there, never went out, just mm. spent the whole time studying at night to learn all these things, to put everything together. That, And it's only subsequently, I think, that doing sight maps, is it sight mm -hmm. maps? Would have been so good for me at that time because yeah. I, I'm very I visualise things, so yeah. that would have been great for me. But it wasn't something that was particularly available at the time, so it was just writing and writing and learning and learning. Mm. So, but then I just continued uh, doing beauty. Uh, but as things sort of went more technical, I got more and more involved in that side of things. Always studied nutrition as well. Mm -hmm. And then when lasers first start to come out and things like that, I was totally fascinated. Right. We, we were very fortunate. Oh, now, I was going to say, what was, at that point, what, would, what did laser treatments do? Yeah. Because it's advanced so much now, hasn't it? Well, it's interesting because we used to, because we always were involved with supplements, yeah. and we used to, we discovered... Uh, collagen capsules mm. going back in the time it must be about 30 years ago now mm. and we discovered collagen capsules because what the capsules did was they they helped to what the collagen did was they helped prevent arthritis right and because we were discussing arthritis earlier um my mother had really bad arthritis mm. i thought well if i if i took these capsules maybe it would delay what potentially could happen to me. Yeah. And so we were selling collagen capsules into beauty clinics. Mm. Things have sort of moved on a little bit. My husband as well, very entrepreneurial. 
entrepreneurial. We went, well, you know, we could sell these to other people. Mm. He came back one day, he said, I've seen a machine that removes hair permanently. I went, behave. Can't possibly do that. Bearing in mind we're talking probably about yeah, 25 years ago. So. Right. And I said, behave, it couldn't possibly do that. And so I first went to the clinics up and they said, oh yeah, it does. But what you have to be careful of is to cool the skin first because it burns the skin. And right. I said, oh, I can't do that to people. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, I've heard about this other one. We'll go and have a look at it. And Wales at the time, Cardiff, is sort of sent the centre of laser technology. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, laser courses there, laser scientists come out of the Swansea, sort of Cardiff area. And there was a couple of scientists down there that had developed this piece of equipment. Not only did it do hair removal without burning the skin, it did things like collagen regeneration, it was fantastic for rosacea, for broken capillaries on the mm-hmm. face not lasers this wasn't a laser for the leg veins but it was good for face facial veins mm. pigmentation and things i thought oh give over it can't really work and they sort of showed me and um, because you need pigment in your hair mm. you need to to suck the the light absorbs the hair you need pigment in the hair they did my arms and the, my arms just don't have any the hair on my arms is just so blonde and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And I came back with what a load of rubbish. Which <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yeah. For some reason, Rob convinced me to go on the course. And I had my legs done on the course. They did my rosacea because I do like a glass of wine, so I'm prone to the odd broken capillary. Mm-hmm. The laser for um, the IP, it's intense pulse light, is slightly different to a laser, but it was very painful on my face. I thought, oh goodness, I'm going to be really red and marked after this. Mm. But there was just nothing. Oh, wow. My skin was just so clear. I'm like, oh my word. Mm. And then the hairs, because it takes a while for the hairs to drop out, it's about three weeks later, or the hairs dropped out of my legs about three weeks later. I thought, oh my word, there's something in this. Mm. So at the time we were approached to sell the equipment into clinics, I said, clinics just don't have the funding for this. It was about £30,000 at the time. And you can get, you know, some equipment. I know in the big clinics it's hundred grand plus, but mm. the average clinic won't be able to afford it. So we created a system where we put machine into the clinics for the day and we split the money with them. Mm. And we also split the money with the people that manufactured it. So we finished up supplying around 500 clinics with these lasers, IPLs. I trained and worked with the president of the French Dermatological Society at the time. Well, we used to train the doctors down in Harley Street by mm-hmm. down and treat press every week. Right. So once a month. Which is where I met Anna Marie Solovey, mm-hmm. who did one of the presentations with you. And we used to do all the press and we had such fabulous feedback and reports. That sort of led on to the fact that we were using nutrition and the people that we were using the nutrition with us alongside mm. the treatments that we're doing like IPL lasers, microcurrent, which has now sort of moved on to nanocurrent, which helps to lift the muscles mm-hmm. in the face. Mm. The people that were using nutrition alongside it were just getting the most incredible results. Right. So you and your husband already set up a business at this point then? Mm. Right. Okay. So what was your initial plan with that for that business? This was before rejuvenated, yeah? Rob was an engineer, right? so he used to do the maintenance on the IPLs and things, and I used to do the training. We just worked really well as a team because he'd Mm. be sort of like moving the machines from clinics to clinics. I'd be doing the training and sort of like making sure that all the treatments, the protocols were written properly and everything. So that was the basis of it, but then we also did supplements over and above. We used to put different supplements together in programs that would work for people for the well-being. Right. And it was during that time that I sort of had the idea to do a collagen drink because we were taking a collagen capsule. Right. I thought to get the amount of collagen that you really needed, you'd have to have something like 20 to 30 capsules a day. Mm. So I came up with this idea that maybe, you know, if we had a collagen drink, put loads of collagen in it, because most people at that time, you know, you're sort of talking 20 years ago, most people at that time were not interested in health. No. So if you became poorly, the doctor would sort you out. Mm. I mean, we're now very aware 
you know, yes, science is incredible. Science does amazing things. But the more that we can do to prevent those things happening, mm. the better. And so I'm thinking, well, okay, people are not really interested in sort of like taking like one capsule for this, another capsule for that. But if we created a collagen drink, we could say to people, look, have this, drink this, that'll make you look younger. But it's got, because the collagen's got protein in it, the strength and everything, and it would have uh, vitamins in, it would do the body good. Mm. And they said, drink this, you'll look younger. They're all, yeah, I'll have some of that. Yeah. Whereas they weren't bothered about taking loads of capsules. And it was at the time, the ladettes, you know, girls were going out. I'm sure we've always drunk loads. <laughs> yeah, girls were going out. And suddenly they were drinking the boys under the table. Yeah. And I have a lot to thank Zoe Ball for because she was one of the queens of the ladettes, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go out and drink the vodka shots. And I thought, well, they'll come by. I'll have a collagen shot. And that was where the name came from. Right. All that time ago. Mm. So Because the normal procedure then was, wasn't it? If you got that drunk, you're meant to go home, take a glass of water or a few glasses of water and probably some a paracetamol or something uh, like that and hope that your Alka-Seltzer and hope that you wake up without a hangover, right? So that was normally what people would say. Most people would forget, wouldn't they, to yeah, do that bit? Yeah, <laughs> you've got in the mind, take your collagen. And interestingly, one of the amino acids within collagen is glycine and it helps to process the alcohol through the liver more effectively. Mm. So it, it did have a therapeutic effect as yeah. well. So, so that was where the idea came from. But... I haven't got a clue how to put it together. Mm. You know, okay, I was amazed that nobody did it before we did it because I kept saying, Can you imagine if, if we could just put this drink together? But then our youngest son was doing med sport at a high level, and the guys that were looking after his nutrition, we were talking about hydration, mm. hydration of cells, because, you know, as you know, we, we do a lot with hydration, it's so important. Mm. And I said, Oh, you know, if you're doing that for an athlete, you could do that for us as a drink for, you know, the beauty industry. And thought, yeah. Crazy old fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then at the end of the season, they got in touch and went, oh, okay, we could probably do that hydration mm. drink now. And I said, well, do you know what? What I'd really like you to do is, I've got this collagen drink. Could you do anything with that? And they were actually working with collagen for amino acid proteins with physiotherapists to help repair muscle tissue right or so they said i don't think they were really (laughs) 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 the drink they first formulated was absolutely disgusting it's all brown and bits floating in it don't worry we we can sort this out so i gave them the formula that i wanted it had to have ten thousand milligrams of collagen in Mm because that's what clinical trials were done on had to have hyaluronic acid in Akai berry to strengthen the capillaries so you get better blood supply to the cells and to help me prevent me getting broken capillaries in my face when I have a glass of wine. Vitamin C because that helps it to be work more effectively in the body. Mm. And it took us a while to pull it together. And when we launched it, it was the first potent collagen drink on the market. Mm. And people kept saying, yeah, but how can it possibly work? And over time, the clinical studies have, have proven the efficacy of it and how effective these drinks are. Mm-hmm. So I'm just delighted because it just wins award year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And it's still the same. Co- we've tweaked it a little bit, adding things to promote, promote healthy DNA and stuff. Yeah. But it's still basically the same collagen drink. How do they test things like that? I'm always intrigued as to, you know, with the clinical tests, like, do they just give it to a certain amount of people and then monitor how it how it's behaving with them? Is that what they do? Yeah, there's different ways that you can test it. We're very lucky because we have a pathologist that works with us, so she's mm. working sort of like more on the blood side of things and stuff because it's showing that it's actually getting into the bloodstream. One of the big things was, and what doctors originally used to say to us, well, it's broken up, and nurses as well would be doing trade shows, and they said, well, it's broken up by the digestive system. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. It needs to be broken up by the digestive system so it can get through the gut wall. Right. And by doing that, it's in the bloodstream. So it's me- one of the ways of testing is measuring the amount of collagen within the blood. Within 12 hours, 95% of collagen reaches the target area. Mm. When we say that, I don't mean the little white lines <laughs> on the side of your face. Yeah. 
because collagen's in everything. Mm. It's in your digestive system. It's everywhere, isn't it, in your body? Absolutely. It's the glue that holds us together. Yeah, which a lot of people don't know, do they? Yeah. Well, they're not aware of, I think. Well, they think it's just your skin. Yeah. We have, I mean, we can't claim it, but just amazing health benefits that our customers come back to us with Mm. because collagen's in your skin, it's in your joints, it's in your hair, your nails, your muscles, absolutely everything Mm. so and it's the amino acid collagen it has to be hydrolyzed collagen which means it's broken down into smaller molecule chains called amino acid proteins Mm. they are then ready available for the body to use them in all different ways so that one scoop that you have every day Mm. i just can't believe that it's doing so much yeah interesting so basically rejuvenated was born when yes. this happened, yes. which was in 2003, mm. right? Yeah. And since then, when what's that, 16 years ago now? It is. Yeah. Does it seem that long? <laughs> <laughs> you will be like, no, it's about 50 years sometimes. Do you know what? Actually, it probably does. Yeah. I'm just amazed at what we've achieved. Yeah. Because obviously, that was, your collagen shots was the first thing yes. that you did. Yes. But it's grown massively now, hasn't yes. it? I was trying to remember the other day when I met, when I first met you, and it was because we were introduced... Sandra Cook. Sandra Cook. Very gorgeous makeup Make artist. Makeup artist, yeah. yeah. I was talking to her about supplements and da, 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 and she said, I need to introduce you to Catherine. And so she e- introduced us, didn't she? Yeah. And then obviously we've sort of got to know each other over time, which has been wonderful because I... Just to let everybody know that I take quite a few of the rejuvenated supplements myself now and also encourage other people to take them to i'd really want to talk Catherine, about how the company's grown and what you've done with it in mm-hmm. terms of from where it started because obviously like you said you started with these collagen shots yes. what made you go where do we go next because that must have been a hard decision to make wasn't well it? yes and no because i already had what i wanted to do collagen shots would be the product that we'd launch because people would get it mm. they know that they need collagen in the skin but it's not much as though collagen does so much for the body, it's not all about collagen. Mm. And the cells and how the cells are working is the key thing. Mm. Because if cells are healthy, then everything works more effectively. So it was always going to be collagen and hydration. That was going to be my lead. Because if the cells are properly hydrated, the body doesn't deteriorate in the same way. Mm. We've got more energy... We glow more, everything works more effectively. What happens is the amino acid proteins that we're talking about, they're actually within the cell walls. They help to make the cell walls stronger. Mm. The hydration formula that we have has the called ionic electrolytes. Most people know of electrolytes for sport. Mm. But they're still important for us because I think, particularly when you get older, if you drink lots of water, the water sits in your stomach. Yeah. You're supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day. I'm just peeing it out all the time to do that. Looking for a toilet everywhere you yeah, go. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But what the ionic electrolytes do, it gets the water through the gut more, more quickly so it's mm. not sloshing around in your stomach. But because it's got the little positive and negative ions, it can help to transfer it into the cells to create a healthy fluid balance but also to let the toxins out. Right. So you put in, you know, the goodness in Mm. And what we did with the electrolytes, we combined it with really potent antioxidants. So the antioxidants can go and do what they need to do, Mm. rather than just sitting in your digestive system. What you find is by this collagen makes cell walls stronger, the hydration transfers water into, creates a healthy fluid balance. So you've got a much healthier system generally everything Mm. works more effectively Mm. so and if what i tend to do with my hydration i have one in the morning and then i normally have one just after lunch because otherwise for afternoon and afternoon i get that energy slump yeah i I get that actually yeah Yeah. you don't get the energy slump if you have it in an afternoon Mm, i didn't know that and for you when you're working all i mean you work up of under such intense conditions Mm. You know, it would be really good just to keep you going. Yeah. I didn't know that, actually. I've learned something new. Because I would just take that in the morning and then be done. Yeah. I think, because also as well, when you have lunch, for example, when you stop for lunch, 
you have a bit of a slump anyway, don't you? Because yeah. your body's trying to digest the food. Mm. I'm always, I'm, especially as I've gotten older, I'm a lot more aware now of trying not to eat too heavy at lunch. Yes. And also, I've cut out a lot of sugar in my diet over the last couple of years. So I'm very aware of trying not to eat anything too sugary at lunchtime or, you know, too heavy carbohydrates either because I definitely have that sort of sugar yeah. low mm-hmm. from those kind of things. And it's almost like I've got narcolepsy. I just want to go and lie down. <laughs> and it's definitely gotten better because my sugar intake has really reduced. But that's interesting that they can help to... Yeah, definitely give yeah, it a go. Yeah. And what all the makeup artists use it for? Because when you dehydrate it, your lips, uh, your lips uh, sort of collapse a bit. Yeah. So if you're hydrated, your lips plump out. So for the model to have it before a shoe, mm. it's brilliant because it sort of helps reduce any puffiness underneath the eyes. It makes the eyes brighter. Mm. It's fantastic. So I have to admit, Sandra's been amazing mm. for introducing us to people. We work with a lot of makeup artists, mm. you know, uh, fashion models, and, and generally throughout the industry, we feel very lucky. In yeah, yeah. So you started rejuvenated with Rob, your husband. Yes. But it's now become a full-on family business, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else will work with us. <laughs> How does that work, though, as a family? Is it do you do you have fallings out, or do you all get on really well? I'm really intrigued to know how it works. I'm not sure if all my family got together and worked together whether we'd still be <laughs> friends anymore. Um, well, actually, the boss is the youngest, Russ, without a doubt. Right. <laughs> if he says it goes, it goes. Right. Do we argue? I try to think. There was something recently, and I can't. It just shows it wasn't bad, doesn't it? Because I can't remember for life me what what it was. Mm. We did have a big argument about something. Oh really? Oh yes. And it's not. You can't walk away from the office. Right. And it actually took about three days to be okay. <laughs> was it work related? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was work related. Mm. So, but other than that. We, we work really well together. Pretty harmonious. Yeah, yeah, ever so much so. Mm. And we, but we have sort of like a little team around us as well. We've got Alex, who's great. She looks, we supply a lot of clinics. She looks after the clinics. And it's for size life. Because I'm in the office, it's me, my husband, and our son. Lo, our daughter, does a, quite a bit of social media for us. But mm. it's just me and the boys. And they're grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely grumpy. <laughs> and Alex will come in, she's like a ray of sunshine. It's like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we have Lauren who does PR for us. She's based in London because that's where, you know, as I say, it's still very London centric. Yeah. And then another Catherine, she helps us with big accounts like Cult Beauty, store accounts, and things mm. like that. Yeah. So we're still a very much a small team. But it works really well. Because you're completely self-financed, aren't you, as a company? Yes, yeah. yes, we are. Yeah. Which is amazing that after all this time, what is it, 2003, mm-hmm. that you've managed to keep it like that because a lot of companies feel they can't grow without funding from investor. an investor yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing. Is that because you didn't want to do that or was it just you were just kind of like, we're doing well enough that we can support it? A bit of both. I think sometimes it's held us back. Sometimes with new product development, I wait. I wait for the right time to launch things. We don't have a big advertising budget, but Mm. we're very lucky. Interestingly, we thought we would just be selling our products to beta clinics because that was our background. That's the industry that I really know and supporting them. But then people were getting into it. They said, well, my friend buys this from her clinic and I live so, so I can't get it. And I said, do you know what? I think maybe we're going to have to set up a bit of a website and a bit mm. of a shop for people to order from. And that was how it grew. And just people, um, beauty editors, but people talking to the friends saying, you really need to try this product. There are a lot of collagens out there now. Yeah. But people get into it and say, nothing works like yours. Were What's you the first? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first on the market. Yeah. So it's about the same time, we were already marketing. And just after, there was one that came on the marketing boots. But we're a different concept. That's a premix one. We are a powder. Mm. By I believe is by being a powder, it maintains its integrity. Right. We're we're high potency. We, as I said, we've always stuck with the clinical studies. 
but no, it's just worked really well. But then from a marketing point of view, we did grow just by people talking about it. And the fact mm. that some companies have marketed very heavily, mm. then people search to look for a collagen brand yeah. and find us. And, you know, they come back and say, you know, the reviews I read about you are just so fantastic. Mm. The reason that we are slightly different is when we go back to the amino acid proteins, a certain blend is better, more bioavailable to the body. So we tweak our amino acids just slightly so that we've got a better bioavailability. And Mm. that's why we get such fantastic results. Yeah. Interesting. I wanted to ask you as well about um, the fact that your products are all natural, ethically Mm. sourced ingredients and everything's pretty much sustainable isn't it so did you do that right from the onset because obviously that's become such a massive topic now hasn't it everybody wants their products to be sustainable yeah eco ethically friendly you know what i mean it always has been it's part it's just the way that we live yeah you know we grow organic vegetables we live on a farm and the more that we can do to protect for the future i mean i'm a mother and grandmother yeah so and i look at my grandchildren i think do you know what i have got a responsibility here yeah i mean we are literally we've just got our compostable collagen pouches our other pouches are in the process of being done the whole thing the whole sustainability thing is so important and it is harder in the beauty industry particularly with the nature of powders that we have mm-hmm. Because they absorb water very quickly. Mm. Much as everybody was talking compostability, the actual manufacturing industry, the people that make the components, were lagging behind. Mm. So there's still sort of grey areas and problems happening. Things like the sealer across the top of the pouch Mm. wouldn't compost. Now that is compost. You know, we can get them that will compost. So... It's, we're moving as quickly as the industry will let us go. Right, right. That's interesting. Because the thing is, as well, I was going to say to you, you know, obviously with your product, you say now people sort of, you found people have maybe wandered off and then come back. Because mm. I think with anything like this, with the supplement or, you know, any sort of sh- collagen shot or anything like that, it's not something where you take and you see an immediate effect, is yeah. it? It's got to be accumulative over a period of time. And... I think there's, with so many things coming on the market, people are very quick these days to kind of go, oh, that's new, I'm going to try that, yeah. isn't it? But it's interesting that you say a lot of people come back to you. Yes. So do you feel that they just go through a bit of a fad where they need to try something new? Or um, yes. what do you think the reason why they come back? Sometimes. There's nothing like the old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? The thing is, when I formulated it... Mm. I created it for me and our customers. Yeah. You know, to make most things in the industry, and you'll know, mm. it's created by men. There might be a woman on, on the front of the website, but this product had to really work. Yeah. I mean, the beauty clinics that we work with, some of them I've known 20, 25 years. I go in and I train and I work with them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I meet the customers, and the customers are asking me things. And if I'm selling a product, I have to know that it's the absolute best. Yeah. You know, and it's not a fact of, I'm here. And as you say, I don't shout about me. There's nothing there about me. So I just want people to get great results. And some of the feedback that we get is just so wonderful. You Mm. know, just people saying, I feel like my old self again. Mm. I look in the mirror, I feel brighter again. Yeah, I'm not going to say you're going to look 10 years younger. No. Yeah, it's you on a good day, and most days are good days. Mm. And people are going, oh, you look really well. Yeah. It's that sort of thing. Which is a nice compliment, isn't it, for people to say, you look really well. Mm. I think that's what a lot of people want. I know when people say to me, oh, you look really well, I'm like, it sort of perks me up. Yeah, definitely. For the rest of the day. And, you know, I think that's really what people are after, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Like you say, I think it's really hard, isn't it, with things like this to sort of say to somebody you're going to look 10 years younger because you can't actually reverse the clock can you in that respect it's an interesting one that's a really good comment you can't change your chronological clock Mm. i'm never going to be i'm 62 Mm. never going to be in my 50s again but you can change your biological clock and i'm really passionate about that Mm. that is a lot as to what the product's 
help achieve that easily. Mm. They help. They fit in with your lifestyle, should I say? What we do because we've got a book called the Youth Plan. There's three books that we do. One's called Seven Days to Super Skin. One's the Six Week Reset. Seven Days to Super Skin is just you know like really good healthy food mm. put with our products. The Seven uh, Sorry Six Week Reset is resetting and rebooting your metabolism. Mm. So we're not just about products that we do, we talk about how you can actually achieve the best results. There's right. loads of blogs on the website mm. and we do the books to fit alongside with the lifestyle. And the youth plan is really about turning your biological clock back. Right. So uh, using different, you know, eating better, uh, getting good sleep, uh, exercise, relaxation, and obviously our products, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But the products have been designed to do that. Mm, mm. You know, it's like I say, I've got grandkids. I want to, I play football with the boys. I want to be playing with the great grandkids. Yeah. You know, it's about, we're living longer, but it's having more life in your years. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, I mean, I was talking about this to my mum just at the weekend. We were saying how people talk about living longer and, mm. you know, them obviously with in the medical world, they're finding things out so much quicker. You know, like, for example, with my, my mother had was diagnosed with bladder cancer three years ago. And I remember saying to my friend who's a nurse who I've grown up with, and I said to her, why does it feel like so many people have got cancer now? And she said... It's not that more people have got it, Neil. It's just the fact that they're detecting it earlier. Yeah. So it seems like more people mm-hmm. are getting it because they're able to say to somebody, you have cancer versus maybe it not being detectable a few years ago and yes. them not knowing for a long mm-hmm. time until it's actually too late. Yeah. And she was saying this is where, like, for example, cancer is a lot more curable, for want of a better word, yes. Um, than it used to be because they can catch it a lot earlier. I mean, the way my mum didn't even feel ill and, you know, and she woke up one morning and, you know, without going into too much detail, she peed blood. They sent her straight to hospital to to check for cancer. Now, my friend was telling me, the nurse, she was like, Neil, 10 years ago, they would have said, your mother's got a bladder infection. Yes. And given her antibiotics. She said, but now they go, no, let's send you for a cancer mm. test. And sure as hell, they found the bladder cancer, et cetera, et cetera. So it's interesting how everything's moved on, hasn't yes, it? And I think so. with the, all these kind of nutritional things and supplements, it probably helps all these conditions, doesn't it, as well? I think it, if we, from a food point of view and the supplements for health, the more that we do to embrace health, Mm. the more we're delaying potential problems. Yeah. And then if there is a problem, the more that we adapt a really, really healthy lifestyle, then that will help us to get the best out of any treatment that we're getting. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, Catherine, we were talking before we started recording about how um, you and I don't come from an era of social media and the internet, you know, when you first started the products and stuff. And obviously for me working as a, you know, freelance hairstylist, we never promoted ourselves in that way. But have you embraced the social media with Rejuvenated? Have you, because you don't advertise, do you, Rejuvenated? We you don't, don't advertise. We've done a, a small amount of advertising on social media, but I tend not to. Mm. I just, it's lovely that you can just interact with your clients. Yeah. You know, I do sometimes type things in and type them incorrectly, and I look back <laughs> once it's posted and, oh, no. You know, <laughs> get my letters muddled up and things. As you said, we don't come from the generation that mm. started with all of these things. And it's difficult sometimes to keep up with it because it changes so quickly. Mm. But I do think it's a wonderful way to be able to get things out there. Yeah, yeah. Because it's definitely become a PR tool, hasn't it, Mm. social media? I think a bit like me, you don't, you're, like you've said before, you're not somebody that likes to shout out about who you are. You prefer to sort of stay, you know, a little bit more behind the scenes in a way. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I found it quite tricky in the beginning with social media to start doing it because I was a bit like, I don't, feel very comfortable about being very kind of like, ta-da, about myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
how easy you to do about you. I can put the products in the way. Do you know well, you yeah, mean? you've got the products. I, to, I can use to the products to showcase, which, yeah. which makes it easier. Mm. But I do, I do find it a little bit more difficult when it's about me. And while we we're doing the Pink Ribbon Foundation, we were a lot more out there. Mm. So it'd be interesting. Our, our figures on Facebook particularly went up, so maybe people did like it. But yeah. I'm going to find it easy to slip not into doing it again. <laughs> I think it definitely resonates with people though, doesn't it? Like you say, because it's a bit of a, a way of communicating with people a bit more, yeah. which is what people seem to like these days, I think. And yeah. I find out more about the brand, I think. Yeah, yeah, more like the, the in-depth story a little mm. bit, isn't it, rather than just the finished product I suppose yeah but do you have somebody doing it for you or do you get involved in it as well I do get involved Lauren actually she coordinates all the photos right. so it looks very stylish mm. that is not me if it was me <laughs> who knows what might turn up and then we sort of contribute in mm. responding low I daughter she tends to deal a lot with linkedin and twitter because there's so many different areas to do yeah it would be a full-time job very easily Mm, mm. and i think it's sort of just keeping it under control a little bit so Mm. you're not doing it all the time yeah because each one talks to different people as well doesn't it this is what i've been told by the experts is that each platform social media platform speaks to certain people because not everybody's on everything mm-hmm. whereas as a company you are expected to do them all aren't you so it must it's quite hard to sort of i think be on top of all of them it, it is hard and so like people say oh you know facebook's declining now you need to be on tw- twitter more people are going towards twitter but twitter you have to do it in the moment mm. i'm like oh. it's a science <laughs> isn't it in itself but do you try and talk to people on them? Because obviously, do you find now people send you lots of messages, direct messages? We do get quite a lot of direct messages. Yeah. Which is nice because then you can... Fa- we get a lot of product questions as direct messages. Mm. You know, to say, would this work for me? Particularly through Facebook. Mm. Could you explain the ingredients and how things will work? And we just started doing Facebook Live. Mm. So we did them every week in October while we were doing the Pink Ribbon Foundation. And then what we're going to do is go to doing it once a month, mm-hmm. just so that people can interact with us and ask questions. Do you answer them directly? Do you let people know it's you? Oh, Facebook Live. We're well, Facebook Live. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's video, mm. right? Mm. Is it? Yeah. 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 But what about the other ones? Are you sort of... I, I always sign off as me, if it's me. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, sure. that's nice. Yeah, Lovely. definitely. <laughs> and I reply to most of the emails that come in. Yeah, yeah. So you're still quite hands-on then? Ever so much so. Yeah. I love it. I want to know what people think. Yeah. Brilliant. What's next for Catherine Danzi and Rejuvenated? Woo! That you're allowed to talk about. I because I'm always studying, researching. Yeah. P- pushing. Have you got something that's about to come out very soon, though? We just actually... That you can talk about. Yeah. We just actually re-jigging, rebooting the Reset Capsule. The Reset Capsule is just so... I love it. So yeah. exciting. I take those. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. It helps the body to metabolise more effectively and yeah. helps the body to keep blood sugar levels balanced. And it's something... I mean, we've been pretty much ahead of the trend on most things. I Going by, I always felt... Um, diabetes was going to be a massive problem. Mm. And so we researched then how to regulate blood sugar levels. I mean, eating a diet rich in protein and, like you said, at lunchtime, keeping uh, keeping your carbs down, things like that are very mm. important. And something that I find fascinating is we have brown fat cells. Do you know what I mean by brown fat no. I know you think it's just a normal white. <laughs> we, we, we're born with brown fat I didn't realise they were a colour. I just knew we had yeah. fat cells. <laughs> well, brown fat cells are amazing. Mm. They burn off at least five times. Not massive of amount of research done on it, but they burn off at least five times the amount of fat that conventional white fat cells do. But it's been reported up to many, many, many more times than that. Mm. We're born with them, and it's sort of like in the neck. We have them along our arms and maybe down here and on the sides of our back. Oh, so only in certain areas? Yes. And oh. it actually metabolises more effectively. It also plays a part in blood sugar regulation. Mm. But when we shiver, that activates them. Well, oh. nowadays, 
See, I think that's why I'm reasonably lucky with how much I can eat. Mm. Because I'm always cold. It's like here, we're warm day to day. I'm cold there. So mm. that might be why I eat so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love my food. Really do eat a lot. Because we live in centrally heated homes, we don't activate it. That's why you see people going swimming in the serpent in winter mm-hmm. all the nutritionists go and sort of like you see them going off to and they're going to stimulate the brown fat cells mm-hmm. the brown fat cells are very important for our health it is believed that some of the ingredients that we have within the reset actually help to metabolize these brown fat cells that was why we put them in originally mm-hmm. and there's more and more science accumulating there's nothing because what we have to be careful with is there's only certain statements that we can make yeah we're governed by the european food safety standards association i think it is maybe maybe not for much longer oh yeah maybe not for much longer (laughs) but most of the people that actually do the governing of it are british so i think we'll still have the same thing so we have there has to be a european food uh, an EFSA claim it is that we can use to put it on the bags so we can't actually say anything about the brown fat cells but it's a really exciting area the actual product itself helps the body to metabolize more effectively and it works brilliantly with on its own first of all it works fantastically well on its own works well with the reset program that we do where it works specifically well is if somebody's going into a clinic and they're having the fat reduction treatment to use the capsule alongside it helps the body to more effectively burn off the fat that they're breaking down right. in the clinic. Mm. So we've just added a simple ingredient, really, iodine to it, because iodine helps with thyroid health. Mm. So it just complements the product overall. So the next product that we run that we do of reset will have that in. Mm. And as I say, it's just a fabulous product, it just gives such great results. And obviously I'm postmenopausal, but I got my waistline back taking it. Mm. So you sort of tend to go a bit square. Well, you can do. Mm. After the menopause and I've got my waistline back, which was great. Oh, I hope I get my waistline back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were discussing it before. <laughs> we both like to eat. I love my food. But yeah, I've, my metabolism's definitely changed over time. I mean, I used to be skinny for years. You know, and I could eat anything that I wanted. Although, I have to say, when I was younger, I was very fussy with what I ate. Whereas now, I'm not so fussy. But when I eat what I want, I, I don't burn it off so easily. Yeah. So, but I mean, I do exercise. I, you know, I do what I can. Although, at the moment, I can't do loads of exercise because my knee's playing up. And actually, I, I had a tennis lesson at the weekend. And then my physio, who's looking after me for my knee at the moment, told me off. Because he was like, you shouldn't have played tennis yet. Tennis has got to be really bad for us. Yeah, I know. Well, I was a bit like, oh, it's a lot less painful. I'll be all right. And I risked it. And then he told me off on Monday. (laughs) Well, hopefully my waistline will decrease. (laughs) Definitely. Get your reset. Get my reset. Well, I do take those. All right, Catherine. Well, that's amazing. Can we now move on to my rapid... Quick fire it's questions. It's scary bit. It's not scary. It's fun. See, it's fun. <laughs> We've done all the serious stuff now. We've talked about you and how amazing you are. So oh, this you. is also about you and how amazing you are, but on a different level. <laughs> you can answer them however you want. One word, one sentence, or elaborate more if you feel like it. What do you do in your spare time? Spare time. Walk, the walking. Got a, a Labrador dog. So yeah, walk more than walking. anything. Favourite food? Oh, all food. Do you know it's really bad? Protein smoothie. My morning protein smoothie. I love it. Mm. Don't want it again later in the day, but I really look forward to it. Mm. What's your guilty pleasure? I love it. <laughs> I would say I've not done this for ages. Having a granny nap on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> <A> granny nap. <laughs> Oh, God, is that what I'm going to start calling mine a granddad nap? I have one all the time when I'm not working now. I love having an afternoon now. Where's your favourite place to eat? Well, you're in Sheffield, and I, but I know you do come to London you know a lot, what? but it can be wherever. I think uh, Frederick's on Camden Passage. Right, in London. And what about in Sheffield, where you live? In Sheffield? Do you know, we tend not to go out Sheffield. We tend to go... Oh, I know, the cricket pub. Right, okay. Yeah. There you go, plug for the cricket club. Cricket pub? Cricket, cricket pub. pub. Where is Actually, that? Actually, you'd love it. Typical Sheffield. The cricket pitch must be at 45 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Totley in Sheffield. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to play you in a film of your life? Oh, crikey. I haven't a clue. 
Do you know, I love Emma Stone. So I've got to say Emma Stone. Yeah. What's your best feature or personality trait? On a good day when I'm not, when I'm not being grumpy. <laughs> uh, I think uh, creating harmony. Mm. I can't imagine you being grumpy. <laughs> I've never seen you go. Maybe, maybe I need to be part of the family business. <laughs> it's not very often you do. You know when you get overloaded. Yeah, yeah, and you're a bit like, you've had enough. Tell me a mistake that you've made in your life. One mistake that you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. I don't know, because I let things go. Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm sure, sure there is, but I, I couldn't think of anything. No. I couldn't think of a thing. Right. That's all right. What makes you annoyed? When people judge people without knowing. Hmm. That's a good one. I mean, other than if somebody says something about the kids that don't like. But when people <laughs> judge people. <laughs> yeah. Which a lot of people do, don't they? Yeah. And especially with social media now. You don't know what's happening in their life. Oh, social media's the worst for those, isn't it? Anyway, it's another day, another subject. Meat or veggie? Like both, but veggie. Yeah. What's your beauty regime? Do you know, I do have one. I always would never go to bed without cleansing. Don't tone. I use two serums uh, at night. And then don't use moisturiser, just use serums. Morning, cleanse, uh, two serums again. And I use Heliocare. It's, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's, it does everything. It's like a moisturiser, it's got a sunblock in it, um, sunscreen, should I say, and it sort of fills the pores. I love mm, it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. And then the thing that I do, don't do pain treatment. <laughs> uh, I have an A-lift. I try and go free, which is nanocurrent. It just uh, lifts and supports everything. Mm. And I try and don't get every week, but I try and go once a week. And is that painless? Painless. Mm. Love it. A-lift. Mm. It is amazing. Oh. And where do you get that done? A lot of clinics do it. I, I actually know because we did equipment, we know the scientists that created it. Mm. And it is, it works at cellular level and it stimulates the AP, ATP in the cells. So mm. it regenerates the cells. Oh, cool. Do I need that? <laughs> but if you have it, it will protect for the future. Oh, lovely. I'm definitely going it's, for that. It's then. just a really relaxing hour long facial, but it mm. just puts everything back in the right place. Mm. Okay. When was the last time you cried? Nearly earlier on, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a bit choked, didn't you? Yeah. You were talking about <laughs> moving back to Sheffield. When did I cry? I cried very... Oh, if, when Alex listens to this that works with us, she'll kill herself laughing because we're just on the road because we've just done a big thing for Pink Ribbon Foundation. And we'd start talking about something we remember. We'd both be sat there in tears. <laughs> so, yeah, probably a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite film? I love The Hurricane. Oh, the hurricane. Uh, sweet or spicy? Spicy. Yeah. Have you ever done anything illegal that you want to talk about? <laughs> Do you know that I'm so boring? <laughs> Other than the old speeding ticket uh, and drinking underage. Right. Oh. What's your karaoke song of choice? <laughs> I dread to think of me singing it. <laughs> you really got me going. By the Kinks. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Do you like to sing? No, I'm rubbish. Okay. <laughs> but I hear you're the man to teach me. Well, I am, yeah. Well, I say I don't about teaching you, but I believe everyone can sing, having done singing as a, as a kid when I used to be a bit stage school. I used to have singing lessons, and I actually think, and my singing teacher used to say to me, everyone can be taught to sing. It's just whether they've got the inclination. So is there a record in union? Is there a record in me? Yeah. Oh, I've done demo tapes. Well, we need to hear them, don't we? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> they are locked away in a vault somewhere. <laughs> yeah, a few people have heard them. Because, you know, I've, actually, I'll tell this story very quickly. When I was about 13, 14, my friend and I at school, we formed a band. And we recorded, we wrote songs, we recorded them. And, of course, we had no connections with the music industry whatsoever. So we sent our de- little demo tape, which was then a cassette, to Radio 1. Brilliant. To the guy who presented the Top 40 on Radio 1 at the time. And I remember it distinctly. His name was Tom Brown, and he was the Radio 1 DJ. And we sent it to him, and we actually got a letter back. <laughs> pretty much, Yeah, pretty much saying, not right now. <laughs> 
Well, maybe now's the time. Well, maybe now's the time. But yeah, we were on a mission. Although my friend, if she's listening to this, Jeanette, she'll probably be howling with laughter <laughs> because we always talk about our demo tape and how bad it was. <laughs> but since then, I, I made another demo tape when I was about 20, 21. And I did do a bit of singing for... I sang on a DJ's track for them once. But yeah, I just, I never pursued it as a career. I had too many other things going on. The singing hairdresser. Exactly. Which now is the singing hairdresser in the shower. That's who <laughs> I am now. <laughs> What's the last book you read? Oh, it's a bit to do with health, but I'm just reading one at the moment. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Lady in Waiting. Mm. Is it Lady in Waiting? Do you know which one I mean? I've heard of it, yeah. It's... Uh, Colin Tennant's wife. I've only just started it. And they own Mystique. And it's it's definitely a lady in waiting. It's fascinating, I like. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can we just, can I just ask you one more thing, Catherine? Tell me a bit about the Pink Ribbon. Yeah, sure. Is it Pink Ribbon Foundation? Pink Ribbon Foundation. We did Breast Aware Cancer Awareness last year. And this year, we were looking to do it again. I was looking for a charity to get involved with. And the Pink Ribbon Foundation particularly attracted me because they're a grant-making foundation, Mm. charity. And so all the money they collect in, they then donate to other charities. Mm. I thought that was just such a wonderful way to do it because we always want to support everybody. And the lady who's behind the corporate uh, relation, their corporate relationship manager, the lady called Lisa Allen, she is amazing. She runs it all from a bedroom to keep the costs down. Anything we've asked for, she it's been there by email straight away, or if she's posting it, it's there the next day. We said uh, we're going out uh, on the road. Have you got any T-shirts we can buy? She says, I haven't got any T-shirts you can buy. We've got some left from something. I'll send them. I'll see if we can get to the post office in time. Mm. And they were there the next day again. Mm. You know, she's just amazing. Yeah. We've only done a very little bit for them. Anthea Turner, who is wonderful to us, she talks about the brand. She's recorded videos with us about it. I didn't realise at the time that she was actually the patron, so it fitted perfectly well perfectly well our target is to reach a million women over the year mm. the message and it's like all cancers you know we were discussing earlier they are tri- the majority can be treated if caught early and mm. early diagnosis is so important and i do say the majority i know that it can't in all cases no. the earlier that it's caught the better mm. and so actually just something that's really important and if you do listen to this to the end please even if you're a man, check your breasts mm. because 400 men get it every year. And when we were going round and we were saying to, it was predominantly groups of women, do you check your breasts? Only a third put the hand up to say that they did, even though it was in October, and only 20% said they did regularly. Wow. So, you know, the fact that we know we should be checking, we're still not doing it. Mm, mm. So it's just so important that we do. And you say men should check too. Absolutely. Funny enough, while we were on the tour, we uh, a friend of ours, a husband-to-be, has a haulage company. All of the guys got out of the trucks and had the photos, and we've, mm. we've actually posted one of the photos with a couple of them. And they're tucking the little pink ribbon cards in, in the trucks as they drive, because they go all over Europe and mm. handing them out. But the week that we actually started to do the support and get on the road, Beyonce's father actually made public that he's got breast cancer. Oh, really? Yeah. So that he's been treated for it. I'm not sure if it's in remission, but he's been treated for it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. So when was that? That was... Only this October. October. Beginning of October, yeah. he actually made an announcement. Right, right. Because you don't, so don't hear about men, do you? It's normally you prostate don't. cancer and with men that they more sort of push about, you know, yeah, checking. Pr- pr- prostate for men is much more, mm. you know, it c- occurs many, many times more. But it's still something that's really important for them to check. And when uh, they did a photo shoot with the Express and they used body painters mm. and it's cancer survivors, breast cancer survivors. It's so beautifully and tastefully done. And there's actually a man 
in the middle of girls is a male survivor of breast cancer. Oh, interesting. Well, that's really good. Oh, well, thank you. That's well, thank amazing. Thank you, Neil. It's been really lovely. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. And it's lovely to see you. Thank you for listening to In Bed with Neil Moody with my guest, Catherine Danzi. You can follow Catherine on her Instagram account, which is at Mama Rejuvenated. M-A-M-A-R-E-J-U-V-E-N-T-A-T-E-D. Or you can follow her company at Rejuvenated UK. Their website is www.rejuvenated.com where you can not only buy their products but there's also recipes, a blog and tons of nutritional information. If you want to get in bed with me again and another of my guests then you can subscribe to my podcast on all the regular platforms to ensure that you don't miss an episode. There are other episodes including all of series one already available to listen to straight away. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.